praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us appreciate God. Humble yourself before the Lord and ask the Lord to help you today as we study in His presence. Ask the Lord to help you today. Pray that the Lord will grant us access to wisdom and revelation. Pray that the word you're about to listen to shall make meaning to your life. Ask Holy Spirit to minister into your life, to your spirit, into your soul. Open your mouth and begin to make that prayer. The Lord will be so faithful. The Lord will be so kind. Why not humble yourself this moment wherever you are? Suspend whatever you are doing and say, Lord, I present myself before you this moment, this period. Help me, O Lord, in the name of Jesus. Ask the Lord that this teaching will not stand against you at the last day. Make that as a prayer, a very powerful prayer point. Say, Lord, this teaching will not stand against me at the last day, but rather it will serve as a medium of salvation to my life. Make that prayer wherever you are. In just one minute, make that prayer. Sisters pray, pray that prayer. Brothers pray that prayer. Fathers, mothers, husbands and wives, pray this prayer sincerely from the bottom of your heart. Cry unto the Lord this moment. Let this message not stand as a judgment to me on the last day, but rather let it be a means of salvation to my life. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, sincerely speaking, one thing that I have come to understand is that you know when it comes to the matter of the kingdom you have to be sincere right sincerity is one of the ways you can assess the hearts of God you see there are a lot of people in the body of Christ who pretends or claims rather to be actually follower of Christ but you know Deep down in their hearts, there is something that is not actually, you know, working according to the principle and the precept of this kingdom. So, if, so whenever you present yourself before the Lord, you must be sincere. The idea is to know exactly that which is in your heart. Hallelujah. Do not just be um, a people or people who just gather around 
ministers, men of God, and they just joke around them. You must have a desire. If the desire or if the goal is not to create a relationship with God, every other desire or idea outside this relationship, creating this relationship with God, is a sign that you'll be wasting your time. At any point in time, you present yourself before the Lord, you must have this mindset that the aim is to grow stronger, stronger in the Lord. Hallelujah. Ask the Lord to help you to know Him the more. It is important to know Him. Knowing God is not just about going to churches, attending programs, listening to messages. It goes beyond that. Say, Lord, I want to know you the more. Open your mouth and make that prayer. There is a benefit in knowing God. There is a benefit. Trust me, there is a benefit. I guarantee you that. Your life will be a living wonder. No demons will have audacity over your life. There is a benefit. Trust me. All the promises that you have been seeing in the Bible are for His children. Those who are sincere as far as the precepts and principles of God is concerned, there is a benefit. Say, God, I want to know you the more. Shaka pakato Lord, I want to know you. The songwriter says, The more I know you, is the more I want to know you. Songs are spiritual. It's a spiritual communication. I've thought, I've thought that on one of the message I titled the mystery of praise and worship. So when people make declarations like this in form of singing. It is a spiritual communication. Hallelujah. Lord, help us to know you the more. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today we'll be dealing with a very important issue in the body of Christ. Not just in the body of Christ, but in the world at large. It's a very important issue. And I feel that it is important that we treat it. Hallelujah. A lot of things are happening lately. And then um, I've come to understand that one of the things that can actually put down a man or a woman of God or the children of God is what I'm about to communicate to you now. It is a strong force resident in man. That if you are careless about, your life will become a mess up. The very moment you become careless, you joke around this issue I'm about to treat, your life will become messed up. So it is important that you pay careful attention to every details. Are you getting me now? To every details that I'm about to communicate to you. What I'm communicating to you are not necessarily my ideas. They are 
spiritual revelation from God himself. Some of them are long age ideas from our fathers of, of faith. So it is not necessarily the words of Evangelist Joseph. Sincerely speaking, it is a spiritual revelation from God himself inspired by the Holy Spirit. And then if you will hearken to what I'm about to teach you this moment, and not just listening, but practicalizing every single details, every single point, you will live a life of wonder. Hallelujah. Take up your book and your pen and write. The topic today, dealing with sexual urge. Dealing with sexual urge. So we can call it um, subtopic, we can just say understanding sexual odds. Alright. Understanding sexual odds. Hallelujah. Do not be distracted. Follow me carefully and then you will be blessed. It is important to understand that sexual odds are totally normal. These are the facts to understand when it comes to sexual odds. Number one fact, write this down, write every single word down. Never you forget this. Number one, it is important to understand that sexual urges are totally normal. Underline that word, normal. I get it now. It is not a sin to have sexual urge. It is not an abomination. <laughs> it is what? totally normal and nothing to feel embarrassed or guilty about follow me carefully be patient with me you will understand every single details i agree man. do not be do not be in a hurry to begin to argue follow me carefully this is a very powerful message you will be liberated i get me now it is important sexual urges are totally normal and nothing to feel embarrassed or guilty about. I get me now. But if, however, you think those feelings are affecting your daily life too much, then there is a need to work on getting them under control. If, peradventure, you discover that these feelings are affecting your daily life, either as a child of God, or either as a secular normal person going around and then I get me now. If for any reason you realize that these feelings are affecting your daily life, then there is a need to work on getting it under control. Number two. Number two first. Understanding sexual urges. Number two. Sexual urges are not satanic or demonic write these points down write every point down it's important you get this right sexual urges are not satanic or, or or demonic it is a design or a future made by god for man to enable him enjoy his or her sexual life get this part now it is what it is a design or a future made by God Himself for man, for a woman, 
for a boy, for a girl, to enable them enjoy his or her sexual life. So it is not a what a satanic or demonic, uh, 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 um, you know, an application in the life of a man. No, it is a design by God Himself. So therefore, it is natural to feel sexual urge. I get it now. It is natural. I get it now. Yes, it is natural. I get it now. So you can call it a gift from God to man. I get it now. Sexual urge is a gift from God to man. <laughs> Holy Spirit, help me. Man of God, what do you mean by that? Listen. In order for you to actually enjoy your sexual life. Now remember that it is impossible for reproduction to take place without sex. I get it now. Without sexual intercourse, it is what it is impossible for the production. And the one of the uh, commandments that God gave to man was to do what? Multiply. I get me now. Multiplication. Talking, talking about uh, um, reproduction. I get me now. And the only way a man and a woman can come together. I get it now. As far as sexual feelings is concerned, is that there must be one singular factor called an urge, sexual urge. Without this, the destiny of a man and a woman will not come to pass. I get it now. When there is no sexual urge between a man and a woman, there is no way reproduction will take place. I get it now. So God understands this as a principle. Knowing that for a man and a woman to come together, either in holy matrimony, I get it now, or whatsoever, there is there must be a need for them to have what we call a sexual urge. Remove sexual urge, there will not be sexual intercourse. Remove sexual urge, there will not be reproduction. Get this clearly now. So the idea was manipulated and applied by God himself into the life of a man. So it is not Satan's idea. It is God's idea. I get it now. The only way your father and your mother are sexually uh, committed to each other is because there is a urge. It is a future or a design inserted by God into a man. Remove it and then something else will begin to happen. This is the reason why people who are impotent are finding it difficult to create intimacy. I get it now. So it is a design. The very moment you find out that this urge is not finding expression in your life, it is a sign that something has gone wrong with your life. Because as far as the creation of man is concerned, it is a future designed by God, resident in man for reproduction. And we know that reproduction is one of the aspects of man's destiny. Multiply, replenish the earth. Hmm. Number three. Sexual urges, if not guided properly. Now listen, I say it is a gift. I get it now. But like every other gift, 
the very moment it is not guided properly, there are consequences. So that brings us to the tough part. Sexual urges, if not guided properly, can destroy your destiny. Mm. The very moment you do not guide it, like every other gift, the gift of prophecy, the gift of healing, you know, the very moment you allow this gift to begin to have dominion and power over your life, there are consequences. One of them is that you may begin to talk when God has not spoken for those who are into the prophetic realm. I get it now. One of them is that you may begin to do things out of your own, uh, 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 you know, your own zeal, overzealousness, to go and lay hands on people when God has not instructed you. So these things are gifts resident in man. But the very moment you are not guided, as far as these gifts are concerned, there are consequences. So sexual, sexual urge as a gift, there are consequences when you joke around it. Hmm. Number one of them, I say what? It can destroy your destiny. Sexual urge, like every other gift, is expected to be guided and put under control. It is what expected to be guided. Hmm. You joke around it, you will pay dearly for it. And one of the results can be unwanted pregnancy. Contacting sexual transmitted diseases, HIV, STD, AIDS, Staphylococcus and the rest of them. The very moment you joke around these gifts, there are consequences. The other facts. It is dangerous not to have sexual odds. Write this down. This is very, very important. It is what? Dangerous not to have sexual odds. It is the control unit that drives you sexually to a man hmm, or to a woman. It is what? It is the control unit that drives you sexually to a man or to a woman. So if you are joined together in holy matrimony as husband and wife, the very moment that this design is not found in the life of a man, or in the life of that woman, there is no way that relationship will last. Are you getting me now? There is no way. It is impossible. There is no way that reproduction will come to play. play. You see, whosoever you are not sexually um, you know, attracted to, you will never want to have sexual intercourse with the person. Get this now. Get this now. If by any way you just decide to do it, if by any way you just decide to do it outside this future, then it, it means that there is so, something that something has gone wrong in this system. It can never be enjoyed. It can never be see the pressure, the pleasure, the atmosphere will never be compared to the atmosphere when this design is being resident in your life. Yes, that is why people who are being raped cry and suffer. This is why they are agony and they are tears. Because the sex is meant to be enjoyed. I get it now. So the very moment that future 
is being tampered or is being you know uh, 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 manipulated by something else the consequences is tears heartbreak I get it now so because it is important to marry someone now listen now so because of the it is important to marry someone that you are sexually sexually attracted to i get it now it is important because of this i say it is a control unit you must marry someone you are sexually attracted to it becomes risky not to have one when you don't have sexual urge it becomes risky it is against the law of nature i get it now the very moment you find out that this gift called sexual urge is not finding expression in your life, it becomes risky. It means that a law has been violated as far as the design of man or woman is concerned. Hmm. Follow me carefully, Holy Spirit. Any man or woman sleeping with someone that they are not sexually attracted to, a principle has been defied. Are you getting me now? The atmosphere, as far as pleasure is concerned, can never be compared to when you are having a sexual intercourse with someone you are sexually interacted with. Are you getting me now? Now, mind you, this, this particular thing is for married people. Are you getting me now? Married people or intending couples. Are you getting me now? Understand it. It is very, very important. It is what important to marry someone you are sexually attracted to. Don't say we are born again, how the spirit will help you. No, 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 listen. There are times that the spirit of God will have to help you. And there are times that you have to help yourself. Get this clearly now. The very moment you find out that you are not sexually attracted to someone, don't even bother. It is a control unit that drives a man or a woman sexually to each other. So that's why it's called, that's why I said it is a gift of God. I get it now. The Bible says when God created Adam, he discovered that man was lonely. So he made him a help me. I get it now. Alright? And when Adam saw her, he looked at her and said, Of the truth, this is the flesh of my flesh. The bone of my bone. Chapter 4, the Bible says, And Adam knew his wife. Now listen. Adam will not have have any intimacy with Eve if there is no urge. There must be a design or a future resident in both Adam and Eve that must drive the both of them sexually together. Are you getting me now? Hmm. Understand this now. If there is no sexual urge, Adam will never want to have anything to do with Eve. It will just be like a case of a man and a woman staying in the same house, but here there is no communication, there is no intimacy. You wake up in the morning, she wake up from the other room, hi, hi, you go your way, she goes away. I get it now. But the fact that there is a gift called the sexual or resident, not just in the man, but also in the woman, because the both of them must work, you know, there must be a connection. I get it now. The fact that this urge is resident already. Hmm. Holy Spirit, help us. Mark out to break up. 
Now, I told you that sexual orgies, if not guided properly, can destroy destinies. Now, there are tools that raises your sexual urge. Ungodly tools. So, you must be careful. Now, I'm giving you uh, um, a guidelines as regards the tools that raises your sexual urge. So, you must be careful. Most especially as a young man. Now, young man, young woman, the, uh, um, the teenagers listening to me. I got it now. You know, you are not ready. You are not prepared. There are certain things. They are tools from the demonic kingdom. You must be careful of them. Because the very moment you begin to joke around these tools, one of the things that will happen is that you will find yourself battling with sexual urge. You'll be battling with it. Number one of them is pornography. Hallelujah. Watching porn or porn magazines or anything at all. Where a man and a woman begin to, you know, have uh, ungodly sexual intercourse. As a young man, as a young woman. The very moment pornography, pornography, watching nude pictures of ladies or men, the very moment this activity becomes your lifestyle, there is a danger. Because it can destroy your destiny. You will get to a point whereby all that matters to you is how you can just mess yourself around. Slip around. Because you want to actually exercise what you have been watching. So it is dangerous. So you must stay away from pornography. Number two. Close proximity with an opposite sex. Close what? Proximity. With an opposite sex, it is dangerous to be to be in close proximity with an opposite sex. So you must be careful. Young ministers, men and women, don't just laugh over this thing and say it does not matter. It's my brother in Christ. Yes, we know, but you say you have to be careful. You joke around and then you lie down carelessly in the guy's bed. So you are you, you are attracting something to yourself. A time will come where your humanity will begin to speak. And that if you are not careful, you find yourself in a state that you never bargained for. Close proximity. I'm teaching you the truth that raises sexual orders. Don't say I'm anointed. I'm a prayer warrior. He can't nothing. The Holy Ghost. Listen, 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 listen. The very moment you are in close proximity with an opposite sex, it triggers a signal. It's like an electricity in your body stream. Come on, somebody. It is not negotiable. Something must trigger in your life. Right in your body. You will know it. You will notice it. So you must stay away. Be careful. Number three. Sexual related movies give rise to sexual urge. There are some movies that are not expected of you to watch as a child of God. Yes. Any sexual related movie, you must stay away from it. Holy Spirit, help us. Because the very moment you begin to watch this kind of movies, one of the things that happens is that your heart 
you be what divine. You begin to nurse every activities that you are seeing. Your heart will begin to hunger for it. You activate this design of this future resident in your life. Yes. The very moment you watch these things, you automatically switch it on. And if you have someone that cannot put it under control, there is a consequence. Because the time will come, you just go around and look for any man or any woman and say, in fact, I just need anybody. Let me just satisfy this pleasure. Let me just, any person gallivanting around, looking for any lady with, with, uh, 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 under the skirt of the trouser. Any man at all that comes, you just want to open yourself because your heart has been defied. So you must be careful. Stay away from these things and then you live a life. A free life. Without having to battle with sexual odds. Number one, I say pornography. Number two, I say avoid close proximity with an opposite sex. Number three, I say sexual related movies, you must avoid them. Number four, now. Listen. Any music video whereby all that they display are naked women wearing pants and bra. I'm trying to be very real now so that you understand this message properly. I got it. You must desist from watching these kind of things. They give rise to sexual urge. Remember, the music you hear can lift you spiritually or otherwise. It can defy your heart. So the very moment you, you glue your eyes to these videos and then the lady is dancing carelessly, half naked, you know, your heart is already going uh, you know, everywhere. You are like wondering, ah, Omo, listen, be careful. It is a sign that you are about to activate something that you cannot control. Documentaries, sites that post videos of women or men having tattoos either in their private region or whatsoever. All these sites, yoga sites and the rest, you may look at it and say there is nothing to it, but you see, spiritually there is a communication. Come on somebody, kapaka. You are careless the moment you glue your body. You see, exposing is whatever a lady exposes herself. Listen carefully. You see, the human body is not meant to be exposed. Now, when I talk about human, I'm talking about both the man and the woman. It is a temple of the law. Exposing it is like you know creating an avenue for satan to strike yes so it doesn't matter whether it's yoga or whatsoever the very moment the private the body of that person is being exposed there is a tendency that it can it can trigger a signal either in the life of a man or in the life of a woman that could give rise to sexual so you must desist from visiting those sites. 
They are tools that give rise to sexual orders. Holy Spirit help us. Oh Lord, we worship you. Hallelujah. Our God is a God of principle. I hope you are aware. Ah, come on, somebody. Because of our humanity, I have thought about the humanity of men. I said the fact that men are human is a big limitation to the sustainability of the move of God in the life of a man. The humanity of man. So God understood this. You know that the singular fact that man is human is a big limitation. So, he has made principles that will guide us in times like this. The very moment you find out that your sexual urge is taking control, having authority and power over your life, there are principles that God has already kept in place. Remember, I say it is a gift. I get it now. But if not properly guided, it can destroy your destiny. God himself understood this. So that is why immediately he has to provide principles. Number one of them, open your Bible. Philippians chapter 4 from verse 8. Philippians chapter 4 from verse 8. He said, finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, Whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. One of the ways you can run away from sexual urges. I get it now. Unwanted sexual urge. Dealing with these things is that what? You must meditate on the right things. Things that are honest, things that are just, things that are pure. Are you, hearing me now? you, see, you can't be watching all this pornography, you know, nude pictures and the rest. They are not pure. The very moment your heart is fixed on these things, they defile your heart. And then they act as a channel or a pathway to corrupting your heart. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit help us. Meditate on things that edify the soul. If you must deal with your sexual urge, meditate on things that edify the soul. Colossians 3 verse 5. Colossians 3 verse 5. And it says, hmm, Holy Spirit. Mortify yourself, your members which are upon the earth. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornications, uncleanliness, inordinate affection, evil compenses, and covetousness, which is idolatry. You are what? Mortify therefore your members. Hmm. Stay away from these things. These are the things that give rise to sexual urge. 
if you must deal with sexual urge, you must do what? Meditate on things that purify the soul. Number two principle. If you are sure you are not ready, write this. If you are sure you are not ready and can't control your lust, there is only one way out. You must marry. The only way or the only people that God allows to have sexual urge, as far as sexual uh, uh, urge is concerned, is that it must be between a man and a woman. That is husband and wife, brother. That is the best thing between. between husband and the wife. I agree with you. The very moment you begin to have sexual urge towards someone else that is not your wife, someone you know you are not even intending to get married to, something else is already happening. I said it's a gift, yes. But the very moment it becomes something that you cannot do it, every moment of your time you are just looking for you get to sleep with. It is a sign that something else is already taking over. Like every other gift, remember, Satan can manipulate it. Just the way Satan manipulates gifts of prophecy. Sorcerers and the rest. The gift of all can also be manipulated. Whether you have men and women who cannot do without a man. The second people will say what? If you are sure you, you are ready and you cannot control your loss that you must marry. First Corinthians chapter. First Corinthians 7, 36 to 37. 7, 36 to 37. Holy Spirit says, Kapapata. Nevertheless, he that standeth steadfast in his heart. Having no necessity, but have power over his own will, and has so decreased in his heart that he will keep his virgin to it well. The very moment you have power over your will and say you will not touch your virgin, he said, What he doeth well. 38. So then he that giveth her in marriage also doeth well. But he that giveth her not in marriage doeth better. If you can withstand loss. Towards whatsoever you are, in, you are, uh, uh, um, you know, you are supposed to get married to whatsoever. I get it now. He said, "He that standeth steadfast in his way, having no necessity, but have power over his way." He said, "You do it well." But the very moment you find out that the more, or the the you know, the the more you stay in that relationship, there is a chance. That something else may begin to happen, then marry. These are the ways you can run away from sin, like fornication and the rest. Number three principle flee from sexual immorality. Flee. The very moment your sexual urge is trying to get a better part of you. You must flee from it. First Corinthians 6 18. Not stay and begin to negotiate. 
and say, well, should I, you know, you shouldn't be dressing like this. Flee from it. It is okay to advise, don't get me wrong. But flee from it. First Corinthians 6, 18. Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth is without the body. But he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. So he must run away from it. Sinneth against his own body. And remember the Bible says your body is the temple of the Lord. Contaminating the altar in your life. The altar you carry as a person. The Bible says, well, flee from it. So the very moment you are in a close proximity, or you find yourself around any of these things, you enter a room and you see people watching pornography. Don't stand there and begin to laugh and joke about no flee. Desist, you know, resist them. Leave that environment. Your friend bring magazines of new people. Don't sit down and begin to watch with them and say hey, it's just a magazine. Listen, these are the ways your heart can be corrupted. And before you know it, your sexual heart can have a better side of you. Negatively. So you must flee from it. Every appearance of sin. Flee from it. I'm giving you the principles on how you can flee from every appearance of sin. Galatians chapter 5. Holy Spirit. Galatians chapter 5, 19 to 21. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these adulteries, fornications, uncleanness, lasciviousness. 20. Adultery, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envy, that's only one now, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before. As I have also told you in time past, that they which do these things shall not be in the kingdom of God. These are guidelines. If your sexual urge is about putting you into any of these categories, to become a fornicator or to become an adulterer, then you must flee away. The idea is to know what is the mind of God regarding this. It is for a man and a woman who have come together in holy matrimony to be enjoyed as far as sexual intercourse is concerned. Not for a teenager. It can come, yes, feelings. I don't, I, I'm not doubting that, I'm not trying to say that you, 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 you might not have feelings sometimes. Yes, you, might have, you can be sexually attracted to someone. But remember, you must be careful. The very moment you joke around it and you are careless, it can destroy your destiny. A lot of people have ended up jeopardizing their destiny, sleeping with people they don't even know. It's not every woman you, that you see that you must sleep with. Some of them are from the seed of the serpent. Some of them are from the marriage spirits. And not every man you see, you open yourself to. Some of them have demons inside of them. That can jeopardize your destiny. So you must be very careful. That is the reason why you must be careful. You must learn to deal with sexual thoughts as a child of God. When it rises, you must put it under subjection. 
Ephesians 5 3. But fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness, let it not be once named among you as have become sinful. The feelings you are having now, it is about to bring you or to make you to become something else that you are not supposed to be. You must run away from it. Number four. You must control your thoughts. I'm giving you principles on how to do with sexual health. You must do what? Control your thoughts. Matthew chapter 5 verse 28. You must control your thoughts. Five to eight. Holy Spirit. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her has committed a daughter with her already in the heart. Look at a woman. Read Romans chapter 13 verse 14 as well. I don't have time. I've done what? Committed. Just looking at her. This system is telling you about, uh, you know, the way you think. You must be able to control your thoughts. Negative thinking gives rise to what? To uh, uh, unnecessarily sexual order. The very moment you fix your eyes on a particular lady and begin to admire her and begin to reason all kinds of nonsense, you trigger a signal in your bloodstream and that can give rise, rise to a sexual urge. And the Bible says it is a sin. You have already committed the sin with that person. Don't say God, but I, I was not lying down with Anna. I was just on my own. Yes. But the very moment there is a signal, you have triggered a signal. These things are spiritual communication. This message is a very powerful message. Number five. Your marital bed should not be defied. Intending couples, you get this one now. Don't say, yes, I, you are so emotionally attached, you don't know when it happened. Listen, there is a principle. If for any reason you know that something is about to happen, go and marry. Are you going to me now? Hebrews 13 verse 4. Have that as a principle. Your marital bed must not be defied. Hebrews chapter 13. Holy Spirit of Get this message and listen to it. Share it. Don't just listen to it carelessly, but try to act on every point. 13 verse 4. Look at what the Bible says. Are with me? 13 verse 4. It's a marriage is honorable in all, and the bed undefiled. But one mongers and adulterers go with joy. Are you getting me Undefined. Number six, there's no time. Ask God for his leading. I'm giving you principles on how you can deal with sexual urge. Ask God for his leading. Mark chapter 6, verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. 
for thy is the kingdom and the power and the glory. Ask God for his living. The very moment you find yourself around the situation that you know that you cannot break us, ask God for his living. Lord, lead me not into temptation. My humanity is about to take over my life, but I trust you. Help me out of this situation. These are the ways you can deal with your sexual urge. Don't, I'm not saying you should pray and say, God, remove it. No, no, no. It don't remove it. Put it under control. It is necessary because you will need it when you get married to a man or to a woman. It is a control unit that will drive you and your wife or your husband together as far as sexual intercourse is concerned. As far as intimacy is concerned. Number seven. You must draw near to God. If you must deal with sexual urge, you must draw near to God. Kappa Kapusha. James 4 verse 8. Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So you must draw closer to God. It is only God that can help you. There are people that are already, you know, possessed with the spirit of masturbation. You must draw near to God. Yes, if you must, if you must defeat that demon called masturbation, there is a spirit behind it. Romans thirteen thirteen. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and what and envy. You must draw near to God. It avoid bad companies. Avoid bad companies. Any association that will not give glory to God, you must avoid it. Evil communication corrupt good manners. If you find yourself around men and women, all they talk about is how they slept with a man or with a lady. Or, or you know all they do is to watch pornography nude ladies naked men and so avoid them that is the way one of the way you can defeat sexual urge unwanted sexual urge read first corinthians 15 verse 33 read proverbs 5 verse 8 read matthew 18 verse 9 i don't have time to read all this there's a lot to say. Kappa Hallelujah. Let me just take Proverbs 5 verse 8 quickly. Remove thy way far from her and come not near the door of her house. Whosoever that have the tendency to corrupt your heart and give rise to sexual urge unwantedly, you must desist from that person. Now listen. Sexual urge, if not guided properly, can lead to number one, masturbation. Masturbation, a spirit that can enslave you for eternity. 
Hmm. Proverbs 627. 627. Can a man take fire in his bosom and his clothes not be burned? The very moment you engage or begin to engage and enjoy this activity called masturbation, it can enslave you for eternity. It can only take the grace of God to deliver you. Read John chapter 8 verse 38. Number 2. It can bring about premarital sex. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 5. And the Bible keeps against it. Hmm. Among these importantly, there is one major factor we must handle if you must deal effectively with the power of sexual urge. One major factor. Remember that sexual urge is a gift. But just like every other gift, if it has not been put under submission, I get me now. There are consequences. Hmm. One major gift you must deal with. It is called the heart. The heart is the central process unit of a man. It is where all the battles is done. It abhors all thoughts and imagination and therefore must be put under control. The heart of a man desperately wicked above all who can tell. So the Bible says what? Proverbs 14 verse 23. Guide your heart with all diligence. Jeremiah 17 verse 9. The heart is wicked and deceitful. The heart is the central processing unit of a man. You must deal effectively with this heart. If this principle must find expression effectively in your life, it must find expression in your life. You must deal with your heart. The Bible says, keep your heart with all diligence. If you can control your heart, then you have successfully controlled 80% of your power in defeating sexual urge. I'll say it again. If you can control your heart, then you have what? Successfully controlled 80% of your power of the power in dealing with sexual urge. I'll stop here. As the Lord will give you power and grace to defeat sexual urge. Open your mouth and make this prayer. In one minute, Lord, your power and your grace to defeat the spirits of a wanted sexual earth around my life. Kapakato shakata. Leprakato shakata. Wherever you are, make that prayer. Spirit of masturbation, Lord, I destroy them now by fire. Give me grace to defeat them. Masoko to prakata mega prayer. Le kapakato shakapakata la gada. Le soko prakato shakapakato la gada. Masakata la gada la gada. Out of my life. Maseke to prakoto prakata la gada. Whatsoever thing that is not of the Lord resident in my life. The Bible says, when men slept, enemy came to sow ties. Any evil seed that is not of you giving rise to unwanted sexual urge in my life. Out by fire, out of my life, out of my life. Makata kata, make that prayer wherever you are. Kotoshi kata. 